There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Star Companion Podcast. My name is David. And I'm David. And that's David. And uh, you're listening to David. <laughs> and uh, we're a podcast. Uh-huh, a premiere. Premiere podcast. I was getting there. It's been said. It's been said in the back alleys. Um, tell them what your real name is, pal. I'm Zach. That's Zach. And we are your hosts, your co-hosts um, on this epic journey through Trek. Trekking through Trek. By star date, one episode at a time, and that's what we do. We're the Star Companion Podcast, by the way. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah, and um, today we are we're about three episodes deep into Star Trek Discovery, and the, episode, the name of this episode is called "Context Is for Kings," which I feel like is a, an epic quote for sure. Nothing, uh, nothing like having you know a line from the show. In the uh, in the title, yeah, it's very not Star Trek. No, it's very like Superman: Quest for Peace Four. Oh, were there more than one Superman? Yeah. Superman Four: Quest for Peace. Huh. That's the one. Um, I believe that's the one that Office Space was based off of. You know, where he's like shaving fractions of a penny off into bank accounts, and all of a sudden he becomes a millionaire. Wait, what? Yeah, Office Space is based off of something else. Well, no, but that's you know he's. You know the plan in the movie where I remember the plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like it's like it's like Superman four, huh. two. Can't remember. Oh, what is it? There's four of them. Okay. Yeah. Reeves. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Never seen it. Okay. Neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> scintillating. That is good stuff. As some of you may see, again, my home isn't completely set up. I'm leaving for an international trip, as you know. This is the night before. And uh, that's why it looks so shoddy. But you know what? I wanted to make sure that we... We wanted to make sure we got these out. That's so, right, man. There we're, you go. We're a professional fucking podcast, and we're going to get this done. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. That's right. So, uh, 
third episode of Discovery. Third episode. Just to can now this is like the second really because the first two were a continuation. Yes, for sure. Should have just done a feature length, but they like, should have. You know, whatever. So last we left our protagonist Michael Burnham, she was before a, a tribunal, space tribunal, and you can tell it's a space tribunal because it's filmed in a dark room with with smoke machines mm-hmm. and a really bright white. Uh, what is that incandescent no fluorescent light fluorescent yeah and um basically she is destined to serve out a uh, lifetime sentence for mutineering mutiny that's right she's the mutineer she's the mutineer the thing i like about that scene is uh that's not at all how i think that would go down no (laughs) (laughs) if i was in starfleet not at all like the future doesn't have juries anymore. Yeah, you know I've seen a few good men, and that was not a proper <laughs> trial. Even the Klingons still have juries. Yeah, for real. There was actually no no due process <laughs> no. there. Huh. So uh, this episode it picks up. Um, Michael Burnham and other scoundrels of the universe are being transported in a. Uh, they're being transported in a. A, a little like a space vessel. A jail shuttle. Jail shuttle, that's right. And I don't really know where they're going. I don't think it's really... It's not addressed. No, it's not a big deal. Um, but they eventually, they they run into a bit of trouble. That's not important either. And they also <laughs> get picked up, so they end up getting picked up by a, 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 star, a Starfleet ship called Discovery. It takes them on board, and um, that's when Michael Burnham meets the captain of the, of the USS Discovery, uh, Gabriel Lorca. Now, Jason Isaacs, what's he from? Everything. He's just one of those dudes. He's Lucius Malfoy. Oh my God, he is. Yeah, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I had no idea he was Lucius Malfoy when I watched that shit and I was telling Wade. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I had Jason Isaacs in it. And he's like, Lucius Malfoy? And I said, oh my God, I can't wait for this to happen with David. Yeah, he totally is. Wow, I can see him with the white wig. No, I know. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's literally, I was like, oh my God. And, um... You know, as as most captains of the what century are we in now? The twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Um, he has a bowl full of fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first gripe with the fortune cookies is that they're unwra- unwrapped. Um, the second gripe I have about the fortune cookies is they don't seem to have fortunes in them. Uh, my third yeah. gripe. Okay. <laughs> no, continue. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking. My third gripe is, um, you know, we're what, 300, 400 years removed from right now, and they still haven't come up with a better recipe for fortune cookies. Like, it's the, still made out of that. Those shit. look like the trash you kind. Yeah. Like the sure. kinds that taste vaguely like cardboard and orange. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the one you'd get, like, a fortune in, like, Spanish, and, you know. <laughs> But you you went to like a, a Chinese restaurant for it. It's got a it's got a little like uh, learn Chinese in it, yeah. as if that's how you learn. Right. Here's your lucky numbers for the lotto, space lotto. Um, what did he say? It's it's his family's legacy. They're a um I guess his family used to be um, or maybe still is manufacturers of fortune cookies. Did he say that? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? 
because I was like, why else? Yeah, I just didn't understand. I was like, is that supposed? You know, because he kind of has this like kind of weird, dark, mysterious vibe. You know. Mm-hmm. Can't see in the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a room full of weapons. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad guy. As if he they, is. as if they, you couldn't tell already that he's kind of in a darker light. Yeah. Maybe he should have made her eat one, and then when she ate ate it, he'd be like, he'd be like, <laughs> plot twist. It's a misfortune cookie. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> Or he turned into the witch from Snow White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so this is kind of a weird thing, you know, because Discovery shouldn't be picking up prisoners, right? They should What? Be, what? Well, it, it's revealed later that Lorca picked up that shuttle because he knew Michael Burnham was on, on the shuttle. Mm-hmm. He basically picks her up because, you know, he says that, you know, she, she thinks in... in in the moment she thinks in context and in space context is context is for kings damn dude wow you really put that together yeah i'm impressed uh so he says that too so yeah i know yeah i mean but it was a better delivery (laughs) thank you for sure for sure uh did you like how the uh the criminals on the space jail shuttle (laughs) what they were like 30 year old hipsters yeah those are the safest fucking, you know, jail. Uh, wow, what are they called? Convicts I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> They're members of the intersectional militia. I, uh, I will say though that they uh, there was an Andorian line. Andorians are cold in all the wrong places. Nice. It's a highlight for me. They're cold in the wrong all yeah. the wrong places, huh? You know, there there's gonna be an Andorian later. Mm-hmm. Not like super blown out <laughs> kind of like a hologram in Dorian and it's one of those th- moments where I thought man is that oh no it's not Jeffrey Combs <laughs> <laughs> is that superstar Jeffrey Combs <laughs> savior of the human race uh, so I will say also another highlight for me was didn't it look so dope when they were tractoring in the shuttle it did. It looked really cool. It looked fucking gorgeous. And I, I I just... That is the saving grace of this show for me. Totally. Number one is that we get way more Star Trek. Number two, as you all know, the graphics are fucking amazing. It's beautiful. Number three, the warp away sound. Yeah. I fucking love it. And how it just goes like from... And yeah. it's just gone. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's so cool. There's a couple scenes in the in the newer movies when they hit warp. And you can see, like, the trail behind it, kind of like old mm-hmm. school Star Trek. But, it, I mean, it kind of has, like, the newer effects. Like, That's right. Like this. I downloaded all of them for my trip on the plane. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Actually, I couldn't get seven. Uh, discovered country? Uh, no. Um, I couldn't get... Um, it was... It's either Insurrection... No, it's Generations. Generations. That's yeah. It's a great movie. I know. It has Shatner and, you know, Picard. Nimoy and Picard. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I really wanted to get that one, but for whatever reason, like, I can't I can't download that one. Mm. But I digress. <laughs> I did not get the 09 movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just because. Nice. So there's, there's, um, there's a couple things that I did like in this episode. First is um, Saru. He's quickly becoming my favorite 
character yeah. of the series for sure. For sure. He's delivered a few epic lines, like, you know, an episode might have been one or two where he's like, you know, my people are, are prey animals, and so we can sense death, death coming, and mm-hmm. I sense it now. You know, that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he runs, Saru ends up on this ship on Discovery as well, and so him and Burnham have their, their first meeting, you know, when Burnham's been accepted onto the crew, and he says that um, he intends to protect his captain better than she did. Yeah, ice cold, and I was dude. like, whoa, man, that's, that's, that's deep. Mm-hmm. He's really, he's... He's a really good character. Like, I think you were telling me, I don't know if it was off off air the other day, but you were like, he has like a gate mm-hmm. you know, to his walk and like, he's like very particular. Like you can tell he's like, he's actually like acting his ass off. So acting his goddamn ass <laughs> off. Yeah. It's one I of the, appreciate that. I, I wonder like if you got to, if you got to really sit in, in uh, makeup, like for that long, mm-hmm. I would hope you act your goddamn ass off, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's, that's what you got to do. Um, so uh, you know, what did you think of the security officer? Starfleet says we gotta feed the animals. <laughs> I just I don't get this like swarthy vibe coming from the crew. You know what I mean? Like this is so unlike Star Trek. Like Star Trek, everybody's kind of mm-hmm. you know, we're all in this together. But on Discovery, there seems to be a whole you know kind of weird vibe about it. You know? Yeah, black alert. Yeah. Anyway, so. I'm glad you're touching on this. Mm-hmm. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. You can you can literally... There's going to be a moment when you think, huh, the whole vibe changed. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that was. Yeah. And that's when Brian Fuller is no longer a part of the show. Is that Lorca? No, that's Jason Isaacs. Oh. The guy who wrote these first few episodes is Brian Fuller, the original oh, okay. showrunner. Okay. It changes its tone okay. at a certain point, and then it will also... Uh, they start to explain away things that are unexplainable. Perfect. So, I can't wait. Uh, do you want to do the, this, this... Oh, you haven't... The fourth episode is the Spore Drive. Yes. Okay, so we'll get to that then. That's the whole take. Okay, cool. Have. So I, I wrote down then... So the two like most scientific ships mm-hmm. in the fleet right now, right? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the Klingon War, we got two super... You can do 300, you know, covert, separate science mm-hmm. missions at the same time on these ships. One of them... Is called the Discovery. Its sister ship, it's just Glenn. Glenn, just Glenn, just Glenn. Now, what if this was Star Trek Glenn? And I think that should be the test for every every naming of a ship. You know, well, if they made a show about it, you think that would sound good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the USS Glenn. It's just just Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that bother me. I'm captain of the USS Frank. <laughs> um, another <laughs> thing. Do you, do you recognize Stamets from anything? He has a familiar face, but I don't know what he's from. Okay, well, I find that interesting and kind of... Uh, I'm... I'm un... What am I trying to say? I think... I think I'm just shocked. That's why I can't come with the words that you don't know what Stamets is from. Hmm. It's your favorite play. 500 something 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 minutes. Oh, um he Rand? was on, yeah, he was on the original cast of that. 
Oh. He actually has a gorgeous voice. Yeah. Yeah, I was making a your gay joke, but it, it <laughs> didn't really work out. I love Rhett. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. In plays. Um, he He's actually a great actor, too. Mm. I really like him. Uh, Interesting. And... Uh, <laughs> the USS Glenn, that's hilarious. For real. The... Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, Michael Burnham's quartermate, what's her name? Tilly? Mm-hmm. Tilly? And, uh, Cadet Tilly. Cadet oh, Tilly. Spoiler. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she's got a learning disability. Did I hear that correctly? Do you know what it is? Is it she's, um, she, she's got Asperger's? They don't address it. Mm. They don't address what her learning disability is. Okay. So... In in this rewatch, I'm really starting to pick out things that are like, oh, that wasn't addressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's why you got me, baby. You know? And so, Ensign Tilly, like, so she has a learning disability, but mostly she's just like an annoying ginger. <laughs> you know? As they all are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's, yeah, she just says yeah. It, it's just it's just a waste of time. It just it seems like in the future that we would have a I'm not to, you know, make light of of that situation, but it just seems like in the future that we would have cured that type of stuff. It sounds what, really insensitive. Being ginger? <laughs> that and <laughs> That's a good point actually because a lot of people say that in the next 100 years you're going to lose the yeah. those traits. Actually, I think it's like 50 years, but like there's gingers being born right now, so it's like in the next 50 years they're all going to die. Oh god. No, yeah. It's a um, scandal waiting to erupt. But anyways, you would f- I you I mean it's just it's something that we haven't seen really in canon mm-hmm. yet. Another well, you know, what's what's your name? Oh God! Um, oh my God! I'm blanking on her name. What's she from? The the doctor that um, Crusher. Mm-hmm. She got red hair. She does. Yeah. So she does have a disability. <laughs> we address this later on for sure. All of our fans are gingers. We just uh, like, completely uh, alienate everyone. <laughs> yeah, we go from millions of views to zero. Um, yeah, millions. Yeah, we're big in Ireland. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> huge. So, um, another thing that like doesn't really get addressed later mm-hmm. is the well, not really addressed, but you, you, I'm starting to notice that there are these plot development things that are done on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where it's like, oh, let's just shoehorn a talkative kid with, you know, cold murdering Michael Burnham. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and these are things that didn't need to happen. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a counterbalance. Yeah. I mean, you can literally see the, uh, the college screenwriting class rubric. Yeah. You know, in, in these shows. Well, and it, what's weird is they just work together. Like, there's just, there's, like, very little um, conflict with them. Like, Michael Burnham just kind of accepts it, mm-hmm. and then Tilly just kind of does her thing. You know, it's like there's there's no conflict. Usually, in, in, in well-written shows, you know, characters that are opposite of each other like that, they have their, their growing pains. Yes. And they usually get to a point where they mutually respect each other. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Tilly's going to become a love interest for Michael Burnham in the future. Oh. I'm calling it now. Write that down. Yep. 
Um, Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Did you like the Beatles reference? No, I did not. Okay, moving on. 400 years in the future and we're still talking about the Beatles. Well, my my big thing, by the way, and, and before you, before you oh, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and this happens all the time in TNG and TOS and all this stuff. It's like, that reminds me of this great 20th century writer, mm-hmm. John Lennon. And it's like, really? So there was no great writers in the 22nd century? None. Like, they can't even make it up. You know what I mean? So I was watching this today at yeah. work and Wade said, Oh, okay, yeah, because there was no one in the fucking 400 years following. And I said, I know, dude, I know. And, and see, the, the real thing that I And then I you th- heard me in, my, in yeah. your head saying the no, same shit. I heard it. I knew it was coming. Um, the, and then the, the thing that really I think irks is they made up Klingon opera. And people who were composers in Klingon opera for fucking Worf. So they were mm. they were making shit up. Yeah. Um, but you know, they don't want to, they don't, so I, I, okay, here's how I explained it to Mm -hmm. Wade. I think the reasoning is about not making things up is they don't want to do something that's too close to home. Mm. Like imagine if in TNG, um, you know, they said, oh, it's like that great philosopher who wrote during Trump's presidency in the early 21st century as a, like a joke, but they knew about Trump, you know? Okay. And then it became a profit. Then it happened. Yeah. And then it kind of takes away from an episode or something happened. So I think they feared making things up. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Um, and then I, no, it's a good theory. I like it. I do think it's bullshit Mm -hmm. because like you created a language. Yeah. You know, several. So, you know, what the fuck, man? Yeah. But again, these are, you know, these are small gripes. We're watching Star Trek. You know, we're getting some cool space battles. We're getting some, some cool tech, bro. Some sick tech, which will be reviewed in the next episode for tech by me. Um, I took one semester of botany and three of, of biology at the college <laughs> level, and I feel like I'm qualified <laughs> to talk about spores and mycelium. So sit tight, everybody. That tight. is coming next episode. Shit tight. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.